vibes today. Finals are over. My Lakers are winning the chip next year. Yee -yee. St. John, St. John. Uh, this song is called Selfish. Um, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Take a shot. Kawhi Leonard is us. <laughs> Not selfish, man. Um, got that new camera angle today. What's up? Hopefully it works out. You're gonna have to come this morning. Oh yeah. I always do that, man. I'm always like anxious to get to the camera. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Alright, switch it up. Something some a little a little harder. Wait. 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 Yeah, we've been missing too much. All my emotions are wrong. Jazz Cartier. This song is called Tempted by Jazz Cartier. Available anywhere you can stream music. We got a great show for you guys today. I'm very excited about it. I got one more thing to play before we get into our shit, before we get into our bag. Before we get to our groove, to our teen. The Toronto Raptors won the NBA Finals. Steve is still sad. So I got some Drake for you guys. Another one. Another one. We the best music. The legacy continues. DJ Khaled. I talk gray. I don't keep it white and black. Only say I love you just so I can hear it back sometimes. Other times I love to have you back. Can't think of a night that we ain't turn up to the max, to the max, no. Like the album just went platinum. I'm gonna let go to the Turns up to the max. If they pop somebody chain, then we gotta get it back. No discussion to be had. We ain't going out like that, man. We lit. Welcome to another edition of the After Hours Podcast and episode 22 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I am your grateful and gracious host, Blake Mayfield. With me today is Steve Haslam and George Torres. Gentlemen, how are we? We're good. Doing great. Weird. High support. <laughs> yeah. Dope, dope. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the YouTube community. I uh, got the new camera angles that you guys now are watching. And I, I'm in the clear on that one. Uh, thank you everyone that watches us. I uh, want to shout out all the people who are streaming this podcast on either iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Thank you very much for supporting. We love every last one of you. No cap, no bullshit. Um, without further ado, man, I, I just want to—I want to jump into it. I want to get into it today. So, uh, the Toronto Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors four games to two in the NBA Finals last week. Kawhi Leonard was named Finals MVP. Clay Thompson tore his ACL, and Kevin Durant, of course, tore his Achilles tendon. And the craziest part about all this—all those guys are free agents. Steve, I'll throw it to you first. What do you make of this title and the Dubs dynasty likely coming to an end? Um, uh, it's bittersweet. Happy for happy for Toronto. It almost felt like uh, when Cleveland won too. It was like good to see it, not a different city win. Uh, obviously, this is Toronto's first. Um, <clears throat> but then the the better part, of course, is losing Clay to. Uh, an injury, uh, a bad injury like that, and then also KD. 
And, um, you know, I, I don't I, – I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's over yet until it's over, until those guys are gone. Um, I think that they – I think they still got a shot at winning. Not next year probably, but no. Um, you know, as, as long as it, – it's going to be like the Spurs. It's going to be drug out for a little while, I think. Um, <clears throat> but we'll see. But, yeah, no, congratulations to that team. They're, uh, they're a good team. Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from it with the injuries. They they uh, they still won the games, so you still got to win. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it was uh, it's cool to see, you know. So little little somber moment, but you know. George, thoughts? You know, I hate to see Clay Thompson go down. He's my dog. He's such a grinder. He's just so important to that team. Just you know, he locks down the best player on the offensive side on the other team. And he still puts up, like, 30, 40 points a game. Like, that's crazy. And then Kevin Durant. I don't know who they're going to pay. I don't know what's going to happen. They're going to move Draymond or, whatever, you know, whatever's going to happen in that team. It's going to be amazing. But Lakers going to win it next year. Yep. That's all I care about, really. Mm-hmm. It's off season, so got to see. Even without free agency starting, I, I think uh, the Lakers could take it. Uh, so, real quick, for me, I want to wrap up the finals. Um... I want to congratulate the Toronto Raptors, uh, their first title in franchise history. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Drake. Uh, it seems like he's having the time of his life at the parade and whatnot. Um, and we'll get to his two new songs later. But, um, yeah, man, it was good to see, like Steve said, uh, just a new champion. I always appreciate, you know, it's not like I didn't want, well, I didn't want Golden State to win, to be quite frank with you. But it, it is cool, nonetheless, to see guys like Lowry, Gasol, guys who are in their mid to late 30s. Um, get rings finally after so many years of like Marcus Hall being in Memphis all those years and losing in the conference finals, semifinals to the Warriors, to the Spurs, to the you know these teams we talk about to finally see them get over the hump. And Kawhi Leonard, his first year in Toronto, you know he's got Kawhi and Dine. If he wants to and he stays, he has a free thirty million dollar penthouse in Toronto. I don't know what that's all about, but I guarantee it's luxurious and very warm in the winter. Um, and so you know I don't know what's gonna happen with all that. I think Kawhi does stay. Uh, we can dive into more free agency stuff next week, which we will do since that will be on the cusp of free agency at that point. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to the Raptors, man. I'm really happy for them. I think it was very classy of uh, the San Francisco Chronicle uh, to take out a full-page ad to congratulate them. Very classy on the Warriors' move. And uh, t- uh, to be honest with you, I do think the Warriors only lost this series because of injuries. I still think if Clay Thompson was healthy, this would have went seven. I still picked Raptors in seven. I would have stuck with that, but I would have been a little more cautious, especially if they would have had a blowout win in game six. Obviously, Clay turned his ACL right as the second half started, just took all the energy out of the building and out of that team at, at that point. So, congratulations to the Raptors, man. Don't want to take anything from him. Quite learning, I think he should stay. I think he's going to stay, but who knows, man. I guess we'll just see you in a couple weeks. Congratulations to all the veterans and all the guys on that team. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun series to watch. I only got to watch a couple of the games. Uh, I don't know if you were necessarily a big fan. I remember throughout the series you said it was boring and whatnot. Um, but the, uh, the first, I'm trying to think, I think the first four games <coughs> to me weren't like that. Like, they, they just weren't memorable. I can't even remember what happened to them. Like, other than they, they were all pretty close besides, uh, the end of game four. Yeah. Um... But the only, I mean, the things that I remember the most is Kyle Lowry getting shoved. Um, yeah. Van Fleet losing the two or something. Yeah, that was that was game four. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
That's what you remember most about the series? What was the other one? About the first four games. Katie Terrence Achilles. Yeah, that that so, was the so biggest story of the whole finals. Right just, just a bunch of different random stuff. It wasn't more about the series. But but games five and six were, I think, a little bit more. Or, yeah, five and six were more basketball, I think. Where they were more enjoyable games to watch. Whereas the first couple, they just, they, I don't know, it was just a weird, weird finals for me for the first couple games. Um, but I'm trying to, what was the other thing that happened? There was something else. It was Kyle Lowry. I don't remember. I don't know. I think that was about it. Well, there, was, there was something else that was like an off-the-court thing. I don't remember what it was. But hmm. anyway. Probably Drake. Probably, yeah, probably yeah, someone Drake. Drake Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. But he wasn't, the, I mean, after the conference finals, he wasn't bad in the finals. No, no, no. I don't remember but I, But I think it was just maybe them just going back. I don't think that's what it was, though. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the first couple games, I just thought it was just kind of like, I don't know. It, it was weird, but then you know, of course, game five with Katie and all that, and then Clay. After that, it was it was rough. It was it was also tough to listen to the reports after of how upset Steph was in the locker room, and, and he felt guilty, and he felt guilty because he he was not hurt, and he uh, didn't win the game for win game six for him. Which here, here's I'm gonna play the other side of that for him. If he hits that shot, they're gonna get blown out in game seven. Which shot? That three to win. Like, if they win that game, if they win game six on his last second shot at the end of game six, he missed. I don't remember that one. He came off the screen, missed it. I didn't see it. He threw a far side. And then I, I only saw the Kawhi Leonard. Oh, well, anyway, the, he, yeah. had a, he had a shot. I, to, I missed game six. He, so. had a, he had a shot to win it. Yeah. Had he made it anyways and they won, they would have went to Toronto and got destroyed without Clay Thompson. It would have been game, what was that, two? When he had 47 and they still lost? Yeah, no, that was game three. Okay. It was so, the first game at Oracle. So they so it would have been the same thing except in Toronto, which, you know, yeah, they're good at, you know. It, it, what was – there was, like, some stories that, that, like, were sad to me. Like, Andre Iguodala played so bad, from, for in my point of view, for the whole series. He saved you guys in game two, though. Come and on. then – well, hitting that one shot, though, he had, like, five points. That series would have been over in four or five no, no, games yeah. hit it. But, Probably four. But, but that's one. That's one shot. Like he, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> he played pretty bad the whole series until that game, and and like I, I think I was telling you, uh, KD is their most clutch player on their team. He just is. Yes. He gets big shot after big shot. He's just he's just that guy. Steph proved that for KD, and Iggy's their second guy. Like that game, he played. He played. I I, I you think he's the second clutchest guy on the Warriors. Yeah, him him and Clay are probably right there. Iguodala. But I mean, Max he, came out, he, he looked week. like he looked like 2015 Finals Iggy. He scored 22, I think. You just said game. he looked terrible. No, in Game Six. Oh, in Game Six when they mattered the most. I don't watch him, man. He came out. He he played well. He was hitting, yeah. he was hitting shots. He was he just looked like old Iggy again. But it sucks that it, if he would have done that in other games, they could have won. I mean, the Game One was close. Uh, game Three it was close with steps 47. They could have won. You know, so it sucks to see, but you know what happens. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I do think they'll be back. I think they're going to be a little bit of a different look team. Um, I'm interested to see what they do in the offseason. Um, and I guess we'll just wait to see what happens, what they what they wind up doing. Apparently, they're, they're going to offer both those guys max deals. And they're going to even offer Draymond as much money as he can take. And they're just going to pay a billion dollars in luxury tax, apparently. So I, I, I don't know. That, the, their new stadium is going to make them so much money that, you know what, if, if they want to do it, do it. 
it seems like it's just a big ol', you know, for lack of a better term, it's a big ol' dick-swinging contest for Joe Lacob and all those guys. Because mm-hmm. he's in the heart of the tech, like, mm-hmm. capital. Mm-hmm. All those guys are billionaires. All those guys have dick-swinging contests with each other. All those guys have all these huge companies and run all these companies and have all these employees. Can you imagine Joe Lacob? Because no doubt he has different owners and different tech friends that sit in the special boxes and the Chase Center is going to have all this luxurious stuff. I mean, the Chase Center is literally a social spot. It's not even really for the Warriors to play basketball. It's, yeah, it's more every, of a... It's everything. It's more of just a... Yeah, it's, it's an everything kind of thing. And it's, it's a state-of-the-art kind yeah. of thing. And can you imagine, though, if he's the cheap guy in the room and all those guys know that? I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about that aspect of it. I'm like, if you're Jill Lacob, and even Peter Goober, for that matter, but Jill Lacob kind of yeah, is more hands-on. Yeah. Goober just is kind of a money guy. Um, if you're Jill Lacob and you walk in that room with all those billionaires and all mm-hmm. your friends, and you're the guy who didn't want to pay luxury tax and you're cheap, and you have this new arena that profited before it was even fucking opened up... Mm-hmm. I just think that, I just think a part of his ego and a part of his pride isn't going to let him do that. And I think that's what's going to convince him to give those guys all that max com- uh, money. I think, I think there's... I, I agree with that point. I think the other... That's not the end-all be-all, but I think that does factor into I, it. I think the, the next... Well, I think there's two other factors. One is uh, the guy who runs the team. Is Bob, Bob Myers. Is Bob Myers. I think he absolutely... Even though he's not the guy with the money, he has built that whole team for the most part. Uh, he's been the driving force for all of it, through all the hires, through all the, just just everything. He's <laughs> he's been the. <laughs> that was actually. You had to make one noise. That was actually really good. I was like, I'm gonna hear some water. But uh, anyway, sorry. So I, I think he I think he obviously has some uh, some very high up pull with them. Um, so I think he he would sway him as well. Um, and then the other the other thing is I think. There's got to be a little bit of guilt factor from them, like that. Like both those guys. Well, maybe not Clay, but but KD getting hurt, and, and and the loyalty and the winning and and what they what all those guys have brought to that team. Like without them, they they wouldn't have won. So I, th- I think there's a lot of factors that play into it. But I, I actually do think he winds up just shoveling the money out, and I, yeah. and I think it pays out in the end. I, I think they can still win one more, in my opinion. I think they can win one more. I think they can win it in 2021. Yeah. Or 2022. Yeah. And that's it. That there's n- like After that, they're all going to be 35, 36. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, but I think the thing is, is yeah. for the next few years, we're not going to have one team dominate. It's no. going to be like a bunch of different teams could win. So There's only two every decade. The, the, and we're about the to turn one over that I would say, if, if, they, if they stay together because they're so young right now, is Denver. Denver would be the only team that I could see maybe in like two or three years winning like two straight. Really? Yeah. Because a dynasty? They, they could. With with Jokic huh. in there, Murray and uh, Harris and uh, what's his name hasn't even played yet. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. hasn't even played a minute in the NBA yet. And they got a, what do they have like a tenth draft pick or something? Yeah, tenth. And the guys, yeah, Thomas. Well, he's Thomas. gone. He's gone. <laughs> no, I know. And Will Thrill Barton. Oh yeah, Will Barton. <laughs> well, Will Barton. Yeah, Murray's coming up. Um, wow, so. D- Denver is one of your sleeper picks for. I, they have been. I I, I kind of saw what they. I actually thought they were going to lose in the first round this year. Just because mm. they're so young and they're just inexperienced, but they they pulled it out against a you know an experienced team. Push it um, to seven with Portland. If CJ McCollum didn't yeah. drop forty, they would have won Game Seven. Yeah, and then I but. think they I think they would have put up a little bit better of a fight than Portland against yes. the Warriors just because of That's Jokic. Fair. They would have won at least one game yeah. just because of Jokic. He's and, a problem. And, yeah, especially for them. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I could see them uh, building something there. Uh, and then the Pelicans. If they, if those guys that they, well, I guess we'll just transition into that next. But um, with how they are right now, and they're, and of course Zion coming in, and then depending on what they do with like Drew Holiday and stuff like that, I, I think in, you know, I think this year they're going to be in the playoffs. But um, really, anyway, yeah. So, well, um, let's so, get so into we'll just, it. So we'll just, yeah, we'll just yeah, let's right get into, into it. The, um, Anthony Davis was traded to the Los Angeles Lakers for the New Orleans Pelicans on Saturday. Uh, he was traded for Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and uh, three first-round picks by the Lakers, including this year's fourth overall pick. Um, people like uh, Bill Simmons, I'm a big fan of Bill Simmons, I respect his basketball opinion a lot, uh, has said that that's a big haul, one of the biggest hauls he's ever seen for a superstar. He doesn't understand it. I'm on the exact opposite side of the spectrum. I think it was almost kind of a steal. Um... I don't know who wants to broadcast their opinion first. I know you're the fellow Laker fan. I'll let you go first, George. What do you make of the Anthony Davis trade? Do you think we gave up too much? Do you think it's perfect? Do you think they're going to win the finals? Just give me the rundown. I'm a cheapskate, so I think anything where it's like not a complete steal, like a Danny Ainge, is kind of a not fair for us. Even though, well, you know, we've got a superstar that's going to put us at the finals this year, probably. Yeah. But I just hate to see my young boys go. You know, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, just... My young boys. My dogs. I felt the same way when D'Lo went, you know, got moved, and it's just tough to see. Tough to see that. But you know, LeBron AD has been in the pipeline for a hot minute now, and now it's coming. Pipeline. Come to fruition. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's gonna be a fun season. What can I say? And uh, what do you think, Steve? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I, th- I think it was uh, uh, something that needed to happen for both sides. Uh, both guys were already, you know, or Anthony Davis wanted out, obviously. So the Pelicans have to get rid of him at that point. Um, I thought it was a valiant effort by David Griffin to try and sway him back. But it, at, at the end of the day, he, he's already said he wanted out. And I just didn't expect him to be able to um, persuade him into that. Uh, and then as the other side, the, those guys had already heard their name in trades. Um They've already probably soured on, on being there anyways. Um, so I, I think it was good for both emotionally standpoints for both sides. Lonzo probably gets to get out of the spotlight a little bit and uh, go to a, a little bit of a smaller market team and maybe possibly grow. Uh, Brandon Ingram, the same exact thing. Um, and then Josh Hart is just – Josh Hart's just a worker, so he, he I think he's going to be successful wherever he goes. Um and then uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, it, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't work. Um, I, I, I do think that they play very similar styles uh, as far as um, their uh, attack. To the, they like to attack the basket. and They can step out and hit mid-range shots, but they're very hit or miss in the three-point territory of their game. Um, but AD also covers up a lot of defensive mistakes. So I think that they'll be helped on that end because I think now, now that they've gotten rid of like Brandon Ingram, who's a pretty good defender, uh, Josh Hart's a pretty good defender, right? And Lonzo yeah. Ball, they they were all pretty decent defenders. Decent defenders, yeah. for, for I would say. Yeah. And Kuzma's probably the worst one out of all of them in yeah. defense. So uh, and LeBron's LeBron at the end of his career, he doesn't in, in play defense. defense. Yeah, so one he's now going to have to be the the anchor really now behind both those guys and whoever else they have. Um, the big thing for me is now they've got to win in free agency too. 
Because just with those two guys, I don't think that they can. That I, I'm going to say like, yeah, 100 percent, they're going to the finals. You know, I, I would hope to say that because it's those two guys. But um, just with just with injuries and, and seeing how it went this year, how AD gets hurt a lot. LeBron had an injury finally in his first time in his career. He's only getting older. Um, I just you have to have shooting too in the NBA. Like to win. I mean, look at the Raptors. Look how good they are in three-point shooting and scores around uh, Kawhi. Same with the Warriors in the last couple of years that they won. They've had to have a couple guys chip in. So it can't just be AD and LeBron. So they need a, a, another complementary piece with Kuzma, I think, um, to go there. And so they'll have to they'll have to definitely go out uh, and find some guys like Trevor Ariza maybe or, or Wes Matthews Jr., some, some, some combo guards. I, I think what they should do is they shouldn't even sign a point guard. They should sign a guy who – two guys who can guard multiple positions and shoot. So uh, – because LeBron's going to handle the ball, you know, and, and if he's not, Anthony Davis can or Kuzma can. Just, you know, just don't worry about it's, – it's getting to be a positionless league and um, – Positions are only created so a novice can follow the game of basketball. Absolutely, yeah. And especially now. Like, back then it made sense. Like, a center's a center. Like, they're huge. Like, like no no one's... Anthony Davis is considered a power forward and a center. Yeah. And damn near a small forward. LeBron James, could, a... be, LeBron James could be a center. Like, he's, he's that big. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Draymond Green's a center. So <laughs> I was going to say, Draymond Green six. is like, yeah. He's six foot six. The smallest center I've ever seen. Yeah. He's literally Charles Barkley, but not as... Wide not as not as big. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not it's as crazy. Big. But um, yeah, so I think that they're um, they're gonna need to to definitely win in free agency still for me to be like, you know what, they're gonna. What What do you mean by win? They're gonna have to just sign guys not named KCP, not named Rajon Rondo. No, got, no, not not starting. If if, if they want to have him as a backup, that's fine. But starting with that lineup being that like a championship lineup, I don't think he's Rondo and AD played well together. Yeah, Pelicans. Yeah, but and, and Braun and Rondo fuck with but, each other. Yeah, it's it's not about that though. It's it's AD also had a bunch of shooters around him there. Like it was it, so so now what's happening is, is you're gonna have LeBron, Rondo, and AD. They're not and none of those three guys are consistent three point shooters. So then you got two guys that you have to rely on to shoot and spread the floor. And Rondo's just a passer, really. Now at the end of his career. You know, it wasn't ever really a scorer. So it's just, yeah. I, I do think that they could keep around for leadership, for uh, veteran. Yeah, experience. to come in, and, you know, you know, spill guys and stuff like that. But uh, but they've got to get some shooters in there, some three and D guys, and 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 some shooters to fill in the spots. So you know, like I said, Trevor Ariza is a good one. Uh, you'd mentioned him. I said Wes Matthews. Um, I've always. I've I'm always, cool with Marcus Saul. Yeah, that that wouldn't be a bad one. Uh, I mean, because that's a long team. Oh, AD, yeah. Marcus, all and LeBron alone. I don't, I mean, that, those guys are all damn near seven foot. LeBron's I, the shortest one. I don't know though in this league that I would have that. Uh, Marcus all's age. I'm not now. in love with that. Yeah, yeah, no, I know idea, saying, no. but uh, but a three and D guy, Marcus all was the, the perfect guy on Toronto. Would, the guy that I would try and sway back to you guys is Brooke Lopez. That's who mm. I would try and go back and get if I were you guys. Um, I, not I, I would, I would keep Tyson Chandler around. I would definitely keep. Okay. Him. Um, but yeah, I think you guys need to get some some move some pieces out. Let KCP get out of the league. He's not gonna. The only reason he keeps getting these contracts is because he's a clutch uh, guy. Yeah, no, no, he, he and he's he, a Rich Paul guy. That's the only reason. And he and he this does whole play, thing is a, he is, he's a, good is a Rich Paul. Thing. He's a good defender too for for 
So, so Sam, he ain't sometimes. worth no fucking $15 million he, a year. But he isn't worth having on a team. He was playing when he was serving a jail sentence. Yeah, no, he's... Like, he's, what the fuck? He's, uh, yeah. So I, I would try and go get Brooke Lopez. I wouldn't mind them keeping JaVel McGee. I think he's... A Serviceable. Good he's a good piece to have. I miss him on the Warriors a lot. I think he's an energy guy and a um, misunderstood character. Mm. But, um... Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I think they should do. And then uh, jumping to the other side of the trade, um, I think the Pelicans got a lot of upside guys. Um, Brandon Ingram is... A lot of maybes. Yeah, but I, th- I think, like I said, Josh Hart's going to be solid. That, that I think before this trade happened, I said if, if they're not going to get Kuzma, they need to ask for Josh Hart. Um, I, I was cool with that. Like, yeah. Take him. Tough. Um, whatever to keep Kuzma around, take him. He's he's solid, so I think he's going to be a very good combo guard for them. Um, and then Lonzo, Lonzo is still, even though he's not having a great career, he's still having an okay start to his career. He's he, he's he's going to find his. He'll get better. He'll he's, find he's, his he's pocket. He's going to find it. He'll find it. Him um, and Zion. Tough. I th- I and I think this is where Ingram takes off. I I I've been high on him for a long time. And I, and I really do think he looks takes like off. he's been high on the court for a few years himself. That too, I think I think he's gonna take off though. But um, I don't know what they do with the fourth pick. I don't know if they try and flip it, or um, they could. I mean, they could try and somehow trade Drew Holiday in that fourth pick for something. I don't know. I am hearing uh, that they're floating that for Bradley Beal. That's what I'm hearing. That's not, a, that's not a bad uh, thing, but that's that's, that's saying not that, enough. That's saying that they want to. That's saying that they want to win mm-hmm. right now. I wouldn't do mm-hmm. that. I, I I would trade it for another. Like I would trade him in that pick for young another asset. young yeah. piece. You know, they they just got three draft picks. Well, they'd be trading one away there this year's. But if they can go out and they can get like I, I don't even know what they would go after, but if they can get like another pick back and another young guy back. Then um, that'd be what they do because they, the thing is, is I me as a as a person would want to keep Drew Holiday because of how good he is, but you can't do that to him. Like he he's he's getting older. He needs to be compensated, and and he signed he resigned with New Orleans because of Anthony Davis. Yeah, it was the only reason he re-signed. he said that. Yeah, it's the only reason he resigned there. So let him let him go. To be honest, uh, trade trade him somewhere. Ask you know I would ask him. I'd be like, hey, you know, where do you prefer to go? Like we're we're trying to you know help you out a little bit here, but also help us out. Um, you know, I, I I think that's always the right thing to do because you know what he helped them out. You know, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I I think the Zion Williamson thing's uh, gonna happen, of course. So uh, I think they're gonna be good. Yeah, I, th- I think they make the playoffs. I think they're the eighth seed or seventh or eighth seed. I think they're gonna be exciting basketball to watch. I think uh, Lonzo Ball and Zion are gonna be a nice tandem. Uh, with Brandon Ingram, I think Brandon Ingram's gonna step up and and be uh, a big player for them and a big scorer. And then Julius Randle, I think, is testing the free agent market. Yes. Um, I think he should come back with that team. A lot of these guys, I hope they come back. Yeah. I think Julius should come back. And who I what I would he's actually, not going to though. what I would do what I crazily enough what I would do with them is I would trade Drew Holiday and that pick for something, and then I would sign D'Angelo Russell. Mm. And put him, put him back, and put him technically with the guy that he got traded for, Lonzo Ball. But um, but doesn't Bi already play what Russell plays? 
Brandon Ingram? Yeah. No, Russell's a point guard. Yeah, but like they're still both shooters. They're still both kind of yeah, uh, spread the floor. But I don't need two of those guys. Ingram's more of a slasher. Like he's yeah, so yeah. tall, he just put Russell's it better than Ingram. Yeah, but Russell's better than Ingram. Potential wise, not potential wise. I'm talking. About, I'm talking about right now. Right, right now, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Russell's better. You guys really think Brandon Ingram's gonna just like be this transcendent player? He I don't see be. it. He should be. I don't see it at his, all. Every, all his, he's, he's been a total bust. All his no, he's been he's been getting better. All his, all his intangible. I mean, the last half of this year, he played phenomenally. Like that's that's how he did play good. Uh, yes, you're right. He did play good after the All Star break. That's how he, he. I think he's gonna progress. I think this helps him. I think I said before I thought LeBron would help him, but I, I just think that he's just. So you guys have no concerns about the blood clots. They, they, uh, dis, they, uh, what's it called? It's not a medical issue. I don't give a fuck. You, you don't think blood clots can come back? I mean, he's twenty. He's it was, my it was, age. It was a shoulder injury. It was caused by a shoulder injury. They said it was medically cleared, like it is not a okay. medical thing. Like that's why that's why the trade happened. If they weren't cleared, like they would have not have done that trade. To me, they <laughs> threw in not only Lonzo, but uh, well, I mean they're gonna throw in Lonzo to get rid of Lavar, and, yeah, and Lonzo hasn't lived up to the hype. But they only did that because of the blood clots, in my opinion. No, that's, that's why not, I'm surprised the Pelicans didn't take. Kuzma. That's not enough for the, for that for AD. Like they had to have made sure that that was all right. Yeah, because that's not that's not enough. Three picks and a that's that's not enough at all. And you know the thing is, people aren't talking about. And this was um, one thing that man, I'd love to talk to Bill Simmons one day. Uh, that he was talking about on his podcast was the fact of he did, he didn't mention it. Those are going to be late first round picks if the Lakers are in the conference finals, mm-hmm. NBA mm-hmm. finals. Those are going to be twenty five through thirty. That's what I'm saying. They're not. That's they're not, not a, important. That's not a good trade. Like I'm saying, if 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 they have any question about Brandon Ingram not being healthy, that's a terrible trade. Because they're basically getting Alonzo Ball and Josh Hart. You don't think maybe David Griffin owed Rich Paul one? No. I, I, I don't think so either, but he's not going to. Okay, if, if, if technically if that were to ever get leaked, he's never going to have a job again in the NBA. So why would he do that to Oh, himself? bullshit. Agents and GMs owe no, people. If, if, Rob Palenka has made some of these moves, in my opinion. LeVar kind of confirmed it. Because, I mean, LeVar, you know, now that Alonzo's gone and whatnot, looking at his undisputed interviews from a couple weeks ago, like, he was like, yeah, I was talking to Magic. Magic told me, like, I don't have power. Like, this Tim Harris dude has more power. And, like, he's Tim Harris, well, not yeah. Magic Johnson. No, I don't, I don't so, think like, that's... So, I trust what LeVar has to say. And the fact of Poinka doing favors and drafting certain guys because he owes here's, people, that's a real thing. Here's what I'm going to say about that, though. That just proves to me the point that Magic Johnson is more of a snake than everyone wants to say. He's telling LeVar bullshit. <laughs> Hold on. You're going to tell some guy who's... Who's like ruining a team, stuff like that? Who's not even in the team? That's bad. Hold on, though. That's bad. Who, no, 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 who, no. Who, who hold le- on, hold on. Who, who leaked hold the on. Luke Walton firing stuff then? <laughs> Rich Paul. You don't R- think it was LeVar Ball? Fuck no! I think Rich Paul the whole season. No. I think. I think. No. It was, I think it was. I think it was Dell Demps on the trade with AD. What Dell Demps have to do with Luke Walton? No, 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 I'm saying on the trade. Like, all the leak stuff that happened. Oh, yeah, that was all Del Demps. That was all Del Demps. That, that was all Del that. Demps. Yeah, all that. And then I think the Luke Walton thing was, uh, it, it, I mean, that could have been anyone. Magic could have. I mean, if, if Magic's telling LeVar Ball stuff, he's telling everyone stuff. That's the most surprising part to me is that, it, so, and I'm mean, obviously, you know, his thing on the first take today was, you know, kind of gross and whatnot, but we don't yeah. have to touch on all that. But, like, I can kind of tell the difference in LeVar when he's trolling me and when he's being serious about his son and the Lakers or the, whoever. 
And in those undisputed interview he did, it was like 15, 20 minutes long. I mean, he was just spilling the fucking tea on the carpet about the Lakers. And I believed him. I'm, I'm not saying that's not true. Be because Lonzo was Magic's guy. Lonzo was supposed to be the next Magic. Let's just, and this is why I call him a bust. So let's just, plain and simple, cut and dry, he was supposed to be the next guy. He was supposed to be the next transcendent point guard for the Los Angeles Lakers. It didn't work out. They didn't give him much of a chance. I'm cool with the trade because we have Anthony Davis. But why wouldn't he go tell his dad stuff? I mean, that's his son that he pretty much said, I'm handing the franchise to you. Granted, we're going to go try to get LeBron, we're going to go try to get AD, Kyrie, you know, whoever the summer after LeBron, but you're still the guy. You're still my point guard. So why wouldn't Magic tell LeVar? That doesn't seem that crazy to me. Because LeVar isn't in that organization at all. Just because but that's still is, his boy. Just because that, though, LeVar is a wild, loose cannon, and he should know that from a business standpoint. You do not tell someone like that anything. Someone told or paid LeVar to fall back for a little while. Oh, because he wasn't in the media for about a year. A hundred percent. I th- I think it was at all. He did not I one think, interview. I think there was a few things. I think uh, one Lonzo wasn't doing very well. Two, uh, Lonzo stole. Up. Yeah, and had the huge thing with that. Yes. So I think that made pulled him, him out of UCLA. I think that made him like kind of shrink back a little bit. Like oh boy, you know, like my son's a thief now and a criminal. And then even though uh, he said it's cool. Yeah. And then LeBron. LeBron. I, I think maybe someone... Overshadows it, too. A Rich Paul, a Maverick, someone hit Zaire. Maybe. We ain't coming unless you fall back. Um, you know? I, I, I just, I don't know. I, um, but like I said, if, if Magic Johnson was telling a bar ball stuff, something's wrong. Like, 100%, like, he needs to be gone, or good thing he's gone now. Because if he's leaking stuff to that guy, then you're not running the organization right. I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't be telling anyone anything that's not helping your organization out. And he hasn't done anything that's helped him. He's talked trash about every single player that's been on that team. This is why I continue to say Kobe's the best Laker. Kobe Bryant, I I don't think will ever sabotage the Lakers no. like this. I'm like, what the fuck is Magic doing? That's why I keep asking myself every time he hops on with Stephen A. somewhere. Every time what. It's like, what the fuck is he talking? Why are you sabotaging your... Dude, you're the guy. Like I said a few podcasts ago, you're literally the allure of the Los Angeles Lakers. Kobe's not aged enough to be that yet. He's not even 40. He's also not a spotlight guy either. Yeah. Magic's this big, smiley, flashy, behind the back, ooh, where to go. Showtime. Yeah. That's, you know, charismatic, you know, I I love everyone, blah, blah, blah. I beat AIDS. You know, like, I, I'm being yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's totally sabotaging the Los Angeles Lakers. He did say, though, in his exit interview, I think this team's one piece away from title contention. And I want to get into that shit. Because, and this is going to be totally biased. Or at least it sounds like to some people and whatnot. But, man, I'll tell you what. Looking at this Western Conference, I don't see anyone that could beat the Lakers if they get on a roll. Who the fuck's going to beat the Lakers? Portland? No, I said Denver. I, I said Denver would be the team that would be. Them. You think Denver can make the NBA Finals? Yeah. Not a chance. Not a chance. No Denver, way in hell. Anthony Davis is not stopping Jokic. He's way too big for him. We have LeBron James. He's not stopping him either. Jokic is not fucking Michael Jordan. <laughs> like he's not. He's, Jokic isn't even a top ten player. Might be tenth right now. Nah. He's pretty dominant. He's the most dominant center in the league right he's now. He's not top ten. I don't know. I, I can name you 10 guys that you could take over Jokic. 
Two are on your team. Two are on my team. Yeah. I got four. <laughs> James Harden. I'll take him. Uh, I'll, I'll take Giannis. You probably won't. You hate Giannis. Giannis? No, I'd take Giannis. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, what, that's six? I'll take Clay Thompson over Jokic. No, I wouldn't. Oh, pff, man, no. I wouldn't. You want to take Clay fucking I would Thompson? Not, I would not build a team around Clay Thompson. He's not a number one guy. He's a number two. You think Jokic is number one he's, guy? He's the number one guy on that team. On that team? Yeah, and that's why they were what so What have they good. done? They beat the Spurs. That's a, that's a good Spurs. team. It's the Spurs. That's still a hard team to beat in the playoffs. It's DeMar DeRozan. Still Greg Popovich. Dude, I would feel confident playing against DeMar DeRozan. I ain't shit. Still Greg Popovich. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to write them off. It should have beat the Blazers, too. Yeah, who who should have beat the Blazers? The Nuggets Denver? Mm. Denver should have beaten them, too. But, I mean, they got swept by the Warriors, but... Okay, so, so I'll give you Nuggets, then. So, besides the Denver Nuggets, no, I that's, mean, that's who, about, that's about the them. Jazz ain't doing nothing. Thunder came and got out of the first fucking round. Uh, Golden State's banged up. I mean, Steph Curry, bold prediction, is going to win the MVP award next year. That's just me. <laughs> um, but, the, you know what I mean? The Rockets, they're getting older. Chris Paul and Harden damn near hate each other already. Like, well, he's gone. They, they're going to be a... There's no way anyone's trading for $45 million in three years? I don't know. They're going to have to move him. 38 years old. Chris Paul's going to make $45 million. They're going to have to move him somewhere. That's nuts. I think, I think unfortunately, they, I think Daryl Morey totally, and I've been wanting to get into this for a while, because I think Daryl Morey's fantastic. He totally tied his hands last summer. I oh, mean, yeah. you want to tie your own fucking hands? You don't, I mean, why do you give a 34-year-old injury-prone Chris Paul, who's on the back end of not only his prime, but his fucking career, why would you give him, he had one good game against Golden State. Why would you give him a max contract? I don't know. And only, and of course, the maxes for these players only go up as the, as the years go I think, up. I think they... Trade Capella though. I think I think they just completely tear a lot of it down. I think they of course keep James Harden. You can't. Trade I, I think they do trade Capella as well, and they gave Capella five years, ninety million. Yeah, but uh, but he ain't worth eighteen million a year. He's close to worth that. He's worth like thirteen. He's he's close to worth it in this. In I ain't this paying Clint Capella no twenty million a year. Fuck out of here. Nope, I'm good. I don't know. He ain't that it, great. It, just, it depends on where he winds up going to, but um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, no, the Rockets aren't. Uh, it, it, the Clippers to, aren't. If to, the Clippers get Kawhi Leonard, they're not going to beat the Lakers. I don't know. I if if they get Kawhi and, and they do something else, maybe <laughs> a Lakers Clippers conference finals. That'd be crazy. Just hang out in same, LA same for two building, weeks. Yeah, same yeah. Just switch the floors. I might that'd have to go cool. hang out in LA if that's no, a series. That'd be, cool. that'd be cool. But I mean, I mean, they took the Warriors like a the pretty. You know, they they made it a little bit of a series. You know, they're a scrappy team. They're the Clippers. The first round was a little bit. Oh yes, than yes, 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 yes. Um, now they did play extremely well, and who knows if they played extremely well against someone else? Who knows? But they're also well coached, well ran organization. Yes. Um, Beverly's a free agent. Yeah, Montrez Harrell's a free he's agent. He's also thirty something years old. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, they're, yeah, no. they're, they're, they're going to resign Harrell. You think I, so? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they let. I him think they go. should. I don't think they let him. Go. I think they give him like Capella. He's money. a. He's a. I don't think they give him quite that. I think they give him a fifteen. Maybe a little less than that. Three or fifty million. Three Somewhere in there, maybe yeah. three forty-five or something like that. Yeah. Um, second op, or an but, but I think year. they do throw a lot of money at um, um, Kawhi and Jimmy Butler, probably. Oh, they're throwing the max at them. Um, as much money as they can. Yeah. So I, so I think they go after them. I think both those guys stay. That's just me. I think Jimmy Butler definitely stays in Philly. I, I 
I think he does too, but I, if I were them, I wouldn't keep him. I would keep Tobias Harris if I, if I were them because he just fits mm. better, all that stuff. And, and also if I were them, I'd try and get rid of Joel Embiid too. But No. Yeah. Why? He's just too much. What do you mean? Too much injury, too much uh, mess. Like, he's just too much drama and, and everything. I mean, they locked him up in, like, last November for five no, years. 170, 180. And I, and I would... And I, and they should that be, was a they should be, total right decision. They should be regretting that. Why? Because Who the just, fuck else are they... What, Ben fucking can't shoot a goddamn jumper, yeah. Simmons? He's got way more... No, I'm not giving Ben Simmons $180 million. I mean, I wouldn't give him that yet either, but he's definitely a closer... He's not a franchise guy. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. If if he develops a jump shot... If, if we're going to write him off, then write Giannis off. Why? Giannis is way better guy. than Ben Simmons. They're the same guy. Call him a fucking baby to his face. They're the, they're the same guy. No, they're not. They're the, they're, they're the same guy. Giannis is just longer. They literally can't both shoot jumpers. They're athletic. Ben Simmons is a better passer. Ben Simmons is a better on-ball defender. And then uh, mm. Giannis is just a better down-low defender. Really, I think Ben Simmons is better. Giannis is way more dominant than Ben Simmons. Because you, you feel because Giannis he's bigger. So you're going to knock a guy for being tall? No, I'm not knocking him. I'm saying I I'm mean, saying that's his strength over Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is faster than he is. He's also a better passer than he is. I'm, I don't I'm think not falling that, off the... I don't think they're that far off of comparison of each other, to be honest. Giannis is a better... No, but Giannis is way better, man. Ben Simmons yeah, not, didn't sniff the MVP conversation. Giannis might win it. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't know. That team's good. Like they they didn't. They're well coached. They're well. I, I can't wait to see how some of these takes play out. Ingram being way better than Kuzma. Fucking Giannis and Ben Simmons being the same fucking guy. I think all that shit is no. That none of that stuff. Ben true Simmons, if he develops a jump shot, he's he's gonna be the best player in the NBA. Maybe now that he's gotten away from Kendall Jenner. I'm telling he you, could he could focus on get, basketball. He needs to get away. They need to get away. Him and Joel Embiid cannot play together. So they're gonna have to. Move I, on. I agree with that. They're gonna have to move on from one of them, and to me, you move on from Joel Embiid. He's they locked it. him up, man. Joel's they're trying to shoot on. threes. Stop. You're the Why? biggest guy in the NBA. Stop. So what? No. Stretch the floor. Dude, keep him honest. If you can shoot it, shoot it. He can't. He's like a thirty percent shooter, something like that. Embiid hits more threes than that. Hold up. Someone talk while I uh, um, pull this up. No, Ben Simmons is the guy. Like he he has more. Joel Embiid's hit his ceiling too. Like he's not going to get much better than he is right now. You think every one of these dudes who's like twenty three has hit their ceiling? You think Kuzma's not going to get any Joel better? What's Joel Embiid going to do better? Three pointers. Okay, what else better than that? He's also injury prone. He's been injured his whole career. That's true. So you're gonna you're gonna invest in that guy, but let Ben Simmons, who could develop a jump shot and become the best player in the league. Walk, like, or move him instead. I, I, that's that's how I'm. What I'm thinking. He's he's just a better teammate. He's just a better guy to have around than um, Joel, in my opinion. Um, that's that's what I would do. And Ben Simmons is younger, isn't he? Isn't he twenty? I mean, I don't think Joel's much older, but um, you know, but Ben Simmons is. Uh, I think he's twenty. Same year as I think he's twenty-two or twenty. So 21, 22. Because he misses rookie year. Oh. Ben Simmons is 22 years old. He turns 23 on July 20th. Okay, so he's 23 and Joel is, what, 25? Something like that. Joel. So basically the same age. 
Joel Embiid is 25 years old. So, I, I he just has more injuries. And you have to always manage his minutes. Always have to manage his character. I Manage his character? Yeah, he's he's always doing something. Creating drama somewhere. You know, he's the funniest guy on Twitter. Oh, I'm not saying he's not funny. I'm just saying he, he creates this huge... He's a huge personality. He's like a social media uh, steroided out Shaq. Like he's I was just, just going to say, he's yeah, Shaq if Shaq had he is. Twitter. Yeah, he is, and that's what he is. But he but Shaq was more dominant than he is, and he was worth it. He wasn't hurt all the time until the end of his career. Uh, Joel's just had super bad problems. He has a back problem. He has, a leg, he has leg problems, foot problems. He had a he had a game where he complained that he was sick, and and that's not to say I don't think he competed because he played that last game a ton of minutes. He played the most minutes out of anyone. And, He's the one who guarded Kawhi when Kawhi was yeah. falling. I mean, he, and, he battled. And, and yeah, and, and he stayed with him that whole time, and that was the luckiest shot I've ever seen. Yeah. Bes- besides, maybe Steph's a shooter though, so I'm not gonna call that as lucky, but that's the luckiest shot to ever go in. Yeah. In as as a game winner. In, yeah. In the playoffs. Yeah. Hundred so, percent. Um. But anyway. I just think that he, if I'm going to keep a guy, I'm keeping Ben Simmons. So I, I would, they, they're going to have to move on from one of them. They're going to have to fire, did they fire Brett Brown yet? No, they brought him back for next season. <laughs> okay. Hold on though. What better coach is out there than Brett Brown? Mark Jackson? Nah, Mark Jackson's not going to get another job in the NBA. He he, he's, a, he's a Christian man who talks shit about gays. He's not getting another job. I, I, I can tell you that right now. He should and he probably will at some point. No. So, some team it's been five years. Some team, he hasn't. He hasn't tried to come back. He hasn't actively tried to come back. I think he's waiting for a right team to come in. Um, <laughs> Damn, <laughs> he's already five years deep. He's still John, waiting around. John Gruden, look at John Gruden. Oh God, I don't want to talk about fucking John. So, I, well, you know what? To finish up the AD trade, I think the Lakers have a shot at the finals. Um, I don't want to be one of these guys that just jumps out the fucking gate and says, "Oh, they're gonna win the chip." We haven't had free agency yeah, yet. Dwight Howard. Uh, <laughs> Steve Nash. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh God. and that's my other wild take. You guys oh, are gonna trade for Chris Paul. <laughs> I feel like you just say things that like piss me off. No, no. I, I, I do think that I, I don't think they, they foresaw like keeping Kuzma just to trade him for Chris Paul. But I think that's definitely a, a the piece that's left that they trade. And if, and if LeBron wants it, he's gonna get that trade. LeBron doesn't want that. I don't know. I think. I, wants- I can tell you right now, LeBron doesn't want that. I think I, I mean LeBron could have joined up with Melo or CP3 the, the thing 16 is, years in the league. The thing is, you know, though, earlier. I I actually do think that would be a good move. I do not think, a chance. I do think it would be a good move. There's only one basketball. Yeah, but LeBron's already the guy that brings but up Chris the, the ball at the court. That he can play well with James Harden, and they play better when Chris Paul has the ball. They play better when James Harden's not playing. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, when he's not dominating the ball the whole time. Yeah. Um, but the reason why I say that is because him or LeBron could handle the ball. They could both run a pick and roll. It would bring two different dynamics to the team. Chris Paul can hit threes. And he doesn't mind being a spot-up guy if he wound up playing off the ball from LeBron. Or if he had the ball, he runs a pick and roll with Anthony Davis, and that's a pretty good pick and roll. Um, I would like to see a Chris Paul and Anthony Davis pick yeah. and roll. That so, would be kind of nice. so I I do think that as as injury prone as he is, as late as he is in his career, um, Twilight. Yeah, 
I do think he has one more good year left in him to where... I think so, too. I just don't want that contract on the books. No, 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 100%. But, I, but what could happen is, is... He's not worth 38 or whatever he's getting this no, year. No, no, He's not worth half that shit. So he has three years left? He has three years left. He just had a four-year so, deal last year. So if year. they were to trade him to, to the Lakers... And he does have, have a player left. option. It would be... So it's two and one? So basically, he, he could play out the next two years, which I think is the Lakers championship window, either this year or next year. I think if they don't win either of these two years, yeah. this whole thing's a... But bust, the problem, the but, problem with him then is, is he's taking up a lot of money with you guys. Ugh, but too much money. But you guys wouldn't need much else besides them. You guys would just need all those veteran uh, guys around you. But the problem is, is doing all this, then you're really mortgaging your. You 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 guys have already mortgaged your franchise anyways. Yes. Uh, away. Anyway, but I, I in my opinion, I think that would be good. But it, the reason why I say all this is because this is so eerily relatable from when. You guys traded for Dwight Howard the first time. Same age as Kobe, same age as Dwight, and then they went and got Steve Nash, who is a little bit older, I think. That's why I don't want this to go through. But Chris Paul is also... He's just as old as Steve Nash was. He's just on the same brink as Steve Nash is of breaking a leg. Pulling, tearing yeah, a hamstring, every, every guy tearing like a that. fucking ACL. And a kill. Like He's right there. He's always hurt. Those guys are different, though, too, at the same time. Uh, Dwight Howard was... If the Lakers trade Kuzma for Chris Paul and mortgage their future the way they did for Steve Nash and Dwight, I'll give you that comparison. I just don't see... Because the thing is, Dwight's personality didn't fit Kobe's. That's, that's what I'm saying. AD and LeBron actually fuck with each other. Like they, they, they have dinner with each other. They know each other's families. AD has been said since Kentucky that LeBron's his dream teammate. And, of course, you, you know, last night you're like, hey, everyone says that. Of course everyone says that. But just to see it all the way through... Is just incredible, and I think it's just kind of meant to be. I just i I move off feeling, you know, and and I feel I just have the feeling that this is gonna work out for the Lakers. I don't. I just think there's been a lot of shit this decade that has like the Dwight and Steve Nash blow up and magic. And there's been too many bad things that have happened to this team that, in a sense, they couldn't really control. That I just think now going into the new decade. You know, and Eddie's going to resign. He's going to be the superstar going forward. So I'm not worried about us not being able to track other free agents. That's why it's like, why mortgage the future? But the, the thing Let is, LeBron's contract expire and then go from there. I, I do think it is, was, I, I sent you the, his record today. I thought that was an alarming record for how good he is. For how, he's never had help besides how, Boogie for one year. And Boogie he, was he hurt half the time. Oh, get the fuck out of here. That's no, no. Hall- I'm not Drew doing Holland that. Really good. No, Drew Holiday and AD's not winning sixty games in the West. They're not no. winning sixty, but they should have won forty five. AD made the playoffs a few times here on the Pelicans. Yeah, but and and those were the years that they should have kept winning. Like they they wound up the, the, the Pelicans lost to the champions in twenty fifteen. No, and yeah. then they lost to the champions again in twenty eighteen. Okay, but the other years they should have still made it. They had the same teams. Like they they kept the same guys. They just that's what I'm saying. He underperforms almost. It's it's weird. He like has. Plus, he has a. That's been a coaching carousel. Let's give him credit. Yeah, it's but he ha, he's been had a total a good, circus. He's had a good coach since Alvin Gentry went there. Like he's a very, Alvin Gentry's been there like what one year, two years? Oh, he's been there for four, I think now. Four years, Alvin Gentry. He left been there? after our finals, 2015 finals. Oh shit! I yeah. realize it's been that long. Yeah, uh, that's four years. Oh, I stand corrected. So um, damn. So he's he's had a good. He's the one who helped him develop the three point shot. He, he told him he wanted him to step out and do all that. Gotcha. Um, so I, I think he's had the the right pieces around him. I just think um, he's just kind of like the, the team's underperformed around him, which is which is strange. It's almost like 
uh, with Kyrie Irving a little bit, where teams just kind of underperform with a star like that. And maybe he's just not a number one guy. Maybe he's just a really good number two, like a really good number two. But um, I don't know. Uh, I, I I hope it works out. It's it's all basketball's just always good when LeBron James's teams are in everything. I mean, it, it was it was almost boring to not watch it without him this year. Skip Bayless said that he's like, no, you know is. what, Lashana Sharp, I miss your man, LeBron James. I'm like, what? No, I, I, <laughs> I really miss did. your I, man. I, I even found LeBron. myself in the finals, like looking up, looking at the past finals, like watching LeBron James, and uh, he's just that transcendent of a, of a person. And he attracts so much. Guys like, like LeBron Woods. come along once every 25 years, man. Tw- so, 20 years. Yeah, Jordan Jordan came in 84. 20. LeBron came in 03. Every 20 years, there's one guy. Usually. Uh, Kevin Durant, he's transcendent. I don't want to act like he's not one of the greatest usually, things we've ever seen. Usually there's one every decade, I would say. There was Bird. Who was the guy this decade? For this one? Yeah. Had to be LeBron. It's, it's still, yeah, it's LeBron. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like these guys come, these guys I mean, usually be what I'm every saying 20 is, years. Usually, it, what I'm saying is, is someone's in there to bridge a gap somewhere. So like, um, usually it'll be like one or two guys combined. So this, the, maybe this one with LeBron, it was kind of Katie and Steph, maybe, because uh, Steph kind of changed the game a little bit, and yeah. then Katie is Katie. Um, so that's kind of how it was with. Uh, who was it? Bird, Bird, and uh, Magic. Bird and Magic, and then it went to my Damn. team. <laughs> you forgot Magic. So, well, I was I was trying to think back further than them too, but oh, um, gotcha. Yeah, Probably like always, Kareem and all them. Yeah, but there's yeah. always a, a kind of a middle guy in there that's like not quite as big, but brings in the sport a little bit. Um, LeBron and Kobe. Yeah. Kobe kind of bridged the Jordan Lebron gap. Yeah, and Allen, and Allen Iverson was there and Shaq. Shaq. Yeah. So there were some, there were some guys, but but not Kobe or not this transcendent. Yeah. So well, well, Kobe was that for the, yes for the uh, kind of years, Co- Kobe. He, he was it. For, he was it from two after Shaq left, really to two thousand like ten. But he wasn't. He wasn't the like level. Five years. It was like five years. No, nah, it wasn't this level though of LeBron. Oh no, no, it wasn't that level. But it was for like four or five years that he was. The bridge guy in between Jordan. And oh LeBron. sure, yeah, but he he wasn't, and Kobe doesn't move like LeBron does either. It's not like oh, he's not as talented. He's not as gifted as as. Well, not only that, but just the, the social justice stuff, the more than the athlete, the the well, he's quieter. you know who's quieter. Yeah, Kobe, and which is surprising because LeBron's been in Cleveland and Miami his whole career, and Le- Kobe was in Los Angeles. Well, he was also LeBron James at fourteen years old. And he's from Akron. Following him since he was a kid. And you got Brian Windhorse reporting. I'm not even. Yeah. I'll Brian Windhorse and Stephen A. You can tell Stephen A. just does not respect that dude's opinion about basketball. I don't either. Lose some weight. Lose some weight. I no, I don't. Like, I don't know if Brian Windhorst is a bad guy. I'm not, I'm, but honestly, no, but you shouldn't has, be talking his career basketball. Is, his career is built off of LeBron James' career. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but yeah, I just come on, man. Like, I, don't, I, just, I shouldn't be watching TV, and this very large man <laughs> is telling me about how great a real professional athlete is. Like, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I'll uh, leave it at that. But. I'll, I'll, do I'll do we have on. anything else on the AD trade? Well, I... I do want to defend him a little bit because I think you know there could be guys who who could still analyze a sport for that. But but I get what you're saying. Uh, like, but he like talks shit. 
Well, it's, I, I don't like when guys like. The only reason that's why, why I like I Bill Simmons listen, so much. The only reason why I don't listen to Brian Windhorst is because his career has been made off of one guy, and he reported off of LeBron James's whole career. So he built a career off of him, and so he's been watching him his whole career. He hasn't done anything else. Like he hasn't done reporting on anyone else but LeBron. Yeah. So that's what's <laughs> crazy to me. Brian. <laughs> yeah, we talked about him the other day too. It's funny. Brian Windhorst. We always bring up some some person who's like not really talked about. You know, like uh, yeah, Richie Incognito. <laughs> Richie, no, big guts, if you will. Brian Windhorst is a gut. Richie. Is nuts. Richie Incognito, Brian Windhorst, <laughs> Eddie Lacy. Oh, Eddie Lacy's a fucking wow, gut. Talk- BJ Rodney. <laughs> This is a squad right there. <laughs> Yo, who's winning in an eating contest between? Oh, Brian Windhorse. You think so? Oh, fuck yeah, Bro, fam. He could pull a Joey Chestnut and down so many hot dogs in ten minutes. Who, who, who do you think is winning? Huh? Probably Eddie. You think really? So? Eddie Lacy. Yeah, he grubber. He a grubber. He grubs. Oh, Brian Windhorse grubs. I, I would say I'm trying. To think. He, he grubs you a don't five think guys. BJ Rogers, you, don't you don't think BJ Rogers? Uh, Bri- Brian Windhorse might get him. I think B.J. Rogers. That's puts a him fucked down. up conversation. I think B.J. Rogers puts him down. <laughs> this is a fucked up. I think he's throwing him down. I think he's literally double handed and going at it. You know who? Win- you know what Windhorse reminds me of? He's that guy who probably eats his pizza with a fork. And like nothing but ranch. I don't know why. Nothing but like, yeah. No, that's uh, that's all. So George. <laughs> nothing but ranch. <laughs> Yo, Brian Windhorst, the kind of dude to not eat ranch. Like, he'll dip his pizza in mayo or some bullshit. Yeah, that's, um, that's what I'm saying. Jesus Christ, So man. what's the next, uh... uh t- <laughs> <laughs> Enough about that shit, man. Yeah. That's a little much. Um, so, in lieu of the Toronto Raptors winning their first NBA championship, the global ambassador, and yes, he does work for the Toronto Raptors, for all you fucktards that... <laughs> people are still confused. Like, why is Drake getting so much attention? He works for the team. He literally gets a paycheck, I I assume, from the Toronto Raptors. Um, Drizzy Drake. Drake dropped two new songs uh, in celebration for the Toronto Raptors championship called the Best in the World Pack. Uh, one of the songs was Omerta. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, you're more Hispanic than I am. Maybe I'm fucking that up. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> George is going to... Omerta? Is that what... I don't know. I don't know what it means. And then he has another song... No, in the meantime. Brian Windhorse. <laughs> Brian Windhorse. <laughs> Brian Windhorse. Um, Winded horse. <laughs> uh, and then Money in the Grave featuring Rick Ross also came out, uh, which I think is the better of the two. He's pairs and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, he owns like 20 wing stops. Like, he does? Yeah. He put yeah. It down. Oh, no. no. Oh, he put it down. Yeah, no. He, he, um, how much money is he, He's at $100 million now. Yeah. yeah, on Money in the Grave, he said, Nah, figures want nothing to uh, an N-word till I made it happen. I got a way stop. And then, yeah, I'm just like, all right. All right, <laughs> cool. You got yeah. that. You did that. But, um, yeah, I want to discuss Drake. Because uh, we said this summer we're going to try and, and uh, get a little more out there with our topics, not just sports exclusively. And, you know, Drake is a part of the Raptors and the NBA championship. He's the by far the most famous rapper. Raptors. Rapper. <laughs> he, he's the Raptors rapper. Um what do you think of the two new Drizzy songs? Um, I didn't listen to the other one really. I heard I heard like a little bit of it, but uh, what was the other one? Uh, Omerta, not, not that one. And Money in the Grave. Money, when I, I, I die, put my money in the grave. 
That's that's the one with Rick that's Ross, right? Yes. Yeah, I listened to that one. I, I I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was good. How the fuck am I supposed to start? I got girls that try to break their heart. I got money that like that, that's what he's talking about, man. Every song yeah. knows about that shit. Oh yeah, it's always been. I got rappers that I already kill. I got women that yeah, it's just like all right. Club like, anthem. What's up? A club anthem. Yeah, exactly. And, and then the other a, one's a, a diss track back to uh Pusha T. Pusha T. Yeah. Wow. Pusha T and Kanye getting dissed again. Last year y'all thought you could ride on me. He's Last been, he's year. He's coming on the album too, right? Who? Kanye. Uh, Yandi probably won't drop till next year. Oh, okay. I don't have inside information. That's just what I think. Kanye's just bizarre. I, I think oh, he. Yeah, I, I think he waits. I think he's like. It's Kawhi Leonard. You know. Yeah. Exactly. He's just very, very bizarre. Well, Kawhi Leonard's. Come on. He's never done anything Kanye has done. No, but I'm just saying. Like, they're, like they're, they're, media wise. They're strange. Yes. Like, you never have no idea what they're gonna do. Uh, Kanye got a big win over Drake though in that beef. Uh, it was reported last week by Forbes that Kanye made eighty million dollars from uh his Yeezys last year. He released like seven new uh, Yeezys through Adidas, and all, all the albums yeah. he put out with Push and Cuddy and Nas and all that. Much as I mean, not that that's a small number, but I ex- I expected it to be a little bit more. But you know what's crazy? There's such as another market for those that's not even he's not even making money. Like people are buying, oh, them and reselling them, yeah, oh yeah, and making even yeah. more. I went to this place in San Diego, and, and, and they don't do any of that. I don't want to make it sound bad, but it's this place called Rosewood in San Diego. Uh, if you live in San Diego or you go out there. And you like shoes? I highly recommend going to Rosewood. Um, that's where I got my Jordans, actually. Um, and they had a bunch of Yeezys in there, but they're all like six, seven hundred bucks. Yeah. But these new ones that he just dropped—they're like two hundred bucks. Like they're actually getting more. Like cause I remember he said a few years ago, "I'm trying to make them more affordable," you know, because Yay's like for the culture. And so you know, like that's what he said. And so uh, you know, he's finally making good on his on his word, I guess, on his promise. And I'm cool with that. But Kanye's net worth is apparently 240 million dollars. Drake has 150 million dollars. So Kanye has him beat in that department. And if I'm keeping score, one of the only departments you got to beat someone in. To be honest with you, uh, Drake doesn't have the legacy Kanye does in music either. I love Drake. Don't make a song. Like I'm shitting on Drake. But I think even Drake knows that without Kanye, there's no Drake. Oh yeah. Drake has literally said that before. So, I'll, I'll leave it at that because that beef was last year. And unless unless Kanye would push yeah, this again. Year. Huh? Still last year, 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what do you think of the new Drake songs? Uh, you know, Club Banger and um, this track, just what I thought Drake would do. Sounds hot. You know, it's going to be hot for a while. Anything Drake drops is going to be hot, so. he He's not going to let a summer go. Uh-uh. Like, he's Drake. He's not. He has the shit with Chris Brown that's popping off. You oh, got yeah. it, girl. You got it. Like he's yeah, and then Chris Brown talking about fuck around. I'll give you my last name, and whatnot. He always has something to stay in the spotlight, which is very smart for. Yes, you know, he always puts out man. just the right amount of music. There's always Who's one that? or two Drake? tunes. Drake. Yeah. Drake. There's always one or two uh, tunes for our head tops that he makes like, sure uh, that. Yeah, it's like stays rotation, you know. Yeah, carousel yeah. going around. And last year, I mean, he had he had just too many hits. I mean, he fucking yes, indeed, look alive, God's plan, nice for what, fucking nonstop, in my feelings, sicko mode. Like he, I mean, gee, that's like seven. And he probably have more. I'm missing from Scorpion. The, the, the Michael Jackson shit. That's eight. Like eight legit, like top ten hits in one year. Like he had a fucking crazy 2018. But uh, yeah, man, I enjoy the new Drake songs. Um, I just a part of me is. 
and I've been getting tired of this for a while from Drake, and I understand why he does it, just the braggadocious shit, man. It's like, on Omerda, all he's talking about is how he has mob ties, and he'll pull up and kill one of you motherfuckers, and don't fuck with me, and I'm the biggest and best that's ever been in the rap game, and, you know, last year y'all only got hot because y'all told on me. It's like, alright, man, like, we get it. Like, you're not the sole fucking focus. Like, Kendrick Lamar would destroy you. Like, that's just me. And there's a reason that you ducked Kendrick Lamar six years ago. Um, we need to get Kendrick Lamar on the podcast. Can you imagine Kendrick Lamar coming up here? TDE. Dude, that guy. Well, there's a reason he's right back there. Um, but, no, yeah. Kid Cudi on here. Oh, Cuddy would be the shit. Then talk trash. Yes. Hey, uh, you hate Drake too, right? <laughs> kid Cudi. Kid, kid Cudi. <laughs> spill all that tea. Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Oh, so Steve wanted to talk about some lifestyle stuff. Not ex- not really you guys and the listeners' lifestyles, more our lifestyles. Um, this year... Brian Windhorst, you're listening. <laughs> yeah, you should listen. But, uh, <laughs> Brian Windhorst will never hear this. Um, I hope. Yeah. So uh, no, I, no, I hope he hears it. Oh, you hope he hears it. Yeah, so, he, so you can be like, all right. Uh, I maybe I should pop. stop stuffing my face with Popeyes. <laughs> No, maybe he wants to be on the that, That's his favorite meal. We'd have to... We'd have to get a bigger room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to get a bigger iPhone. <laughs> we'll just take it Yeah, no, I'm not... Yeah, I, I gotta stop. Because I used to be a fat kid, and I, I vowed never to make fun of fat kids, and I shouldn't make fun of him. Because uh, my feelings really got hurt. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it don't matter, man. The, 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 I, only reason, the only reason why I'm, like, poking fun right now is because... Uh, Mainly because I'm, I'm uh, still in that stage of that. Um, getting to that next step of getting back to kind of the this journey that I started last year, June 11, 2018. Oh, wow, um, you got the date memorized. Yeah, uh, pick number one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, what happened on June 11th? Oh, uh, that's just when I started at the gym last year. Mm. When I uh, made the uh, lifestyle choice to, uh, to change some stuff. Uh, I wound up losing... 85 pounds, I think, and then just just some stuff happened. I got to you know, the, the 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 legal troubles that I had. I got a DUI, all that stuff. Um, kind of slowed slowed my my role, and I, I, I didn't I don't want to make that as an excuse, but it but it was what it was, and so uh, I kind of got off track. And um, but in the last couple of weeks, I I've really wanted to focus on just myself and, and going forward. Um, with with my brand and and, and that's what, what, what whether that is what it what it whatever Selfish. it is my brand is 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 me my myself um, and whatever it is I wind up doing in the future is uh, my brand and, and and you're always subject to rebranding and and stuff like that but um, I've just made it a, a, a mental focus to to go um, forward with what I started like I said uh, it's just been over a year, and um, to recircle back around to that, and uh, I've got some some people in place that hold me accountable. George is one of them. Um, Shout out to George. Uh, also hitting the gym with you. Also getting in shape. Yeah, I don't right. know if you were not in shape, but oh, I used to be a little uh, pudgy kid. Oh, let me finish and I'll let you go. <laughs> um, I, I do want to shout out. Uh, our other our other gym friends uh, Sawyer uh, Matt and Stefan Stefan doesn't really go with us anymore but he used to he started 
with us. And then uh, Tyler, who's George and I's really good friend, um, who's lost over 100 pounds now, and he wants to be on the podcast at some point this summer. Damn. So, um, yeah, definitely. 100 pounds in three months. Yeah. Insane, insane. Hey, shout out to Tyler, man. Tyler Sullivan. Come on the pod, man. We'll, we'll talk about it. So he, um, That's my boy. So he, um, he's been a big motivation factor just for that, but also um, holding me accountable and, and uh, making sure that I'm, I'm going and um, all that stuff. It's just because for me, I can only do so much. And then sometimes I just, you know, you know, it's just a mental lapse. You let yourself slide a little bit and then you slide more and more. And so I, I've put it on him to kind of just say, hey, you know, are you going? Are you doing this? You know, because sometimes you just need someone to put you in check more than just yourself um so that's where i'm at mentally uh i feel great again uh you know we've been playing basketball every night after the gym been running all that stuff going to the lake swimming a mile and a half i'm gonna go do that tomorrow again um it's just uh and i keep mentioning the mental part is because it, it, that's what it is it's you've got to convince you yourself discuss. i'll be right back you've got to convince yourself uh every day to get up to, to eat the right thing, to then go to the gym, then get the right amount of rest, and repeat. Um, so anyway, uh, I don't know if you want to go into your your uh, stuff or your your journey with it all, but oh uh, yeah, I used to be a little lard ass. I used to be really bad, really big, uh, probably like two seventy. I always ate bad. Never did not work out. You know what I'm saying? We always stayed active, but we always just put in way more work uh, at the food table. You know, at lunch buffets, at round table. I had, I had a you and Tyler. Well, I mean, just me and a lot of my gut friends, in general, or just anyone who would eat. Anyone, anyone who wanted to catch a meal with me would catch a good ass meal with me. Whether it was Olive Garden was, yeah. or like the, the the stamp cards at lunch buffet, at round table, literally. Put me back like these five are, years. Th- these were these were before my times. Dark times, but not really because I fucking love like every second of it. But but you know yeah, and then, yeah but we're loving every second of this. Yeah, the and then the and we just love every second of life. Cause yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's always a underdog story, or you know, you turn. Um, if it wasn't dark, you wouldn't enjoy the light as much. Kind of a tale. Well, it's 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 the journey and the process. Um, not as much as the, the, the end goal. Yeah, yeah. Because there's always, there's always, there, I don't think there's ever an end goal with fitness. Yeah. Except for when you die. Yeah. It's, it's, you're always trying to be as healthy as you possibly can. Um, and, and, and like I said, I, I want to stress the, the, the mental part too, because I think that's, that's the toughest part I think for you and I both, like sometimes, you know, we'll give into uh, some sort of temptation to eat something bad and then it's like, you know, we're we're uh hating ourselves for a while and and then we're you know having to work that much harder to to do all that stuff but um no it's just been a good journey and and uh looking forward to the many chapters to come for for it um yeah and you know you're always gonna have a crutch or something you want to kick out of your life right now i'm actually been like a week sober from coffee because i just always uh, lean towards it for even like an excuse to like oh I can't do this I haven't had my coffee so just mentally being all water and just just and coffee's expensive you know so just changing your lifestyle and just uh, work on yourself every day is always important so yeah well I, you know it it is important to focus 
uh, on yourself a lot, and and as selfish as that sounds, like you, you've got to you've got to be right to positively impact the people around you. So before you're before you're doing that, though, you've got to be positively impacting yourself. So once you get to that that point, um, you can start doing it elsewhere. Yeah. Like, you have anything to add? Uh, about the weight loss and all that? Yeah, we were just going over. Um, over. Yeah, no, I've, uh, myself, I've lost 25 pounds this year. Um, I realized I was really out of shape and really overweight when I went to, actually, the allergist of all places, uh, where I get allergy shots and whatnot, and uh, I was just doing a yearly checkup, and uh, I weighed 240 pounds, and that was in the middle of February, and I'm only 5'8", and I was like, holy shit, if I don't get my shit together, I'm going to, like, have serious health issues, and... Um, my family, uh, I don't really want to get too much into it, but I have a history in my family of uh, diabetes and uh, COPD and uh, just different diseases and whatnot that literally kill uh, people and my loved ones. And, um, <clears throat> you know, and it's not about being better or anything like that. It's just sometimes learning from other people's mistakes, even if they're people close to you. Um, and that's just kind of what I'm trying to do, man. I'm trying to change it. I don't want to have any of that stuff when I'm older. I want to be around for 70, 80, 90 years if I can. Um... You know, and I just think it's, uh, I'm only 20, and it's like, to weigh that much at that young, and, and I was, you know, I was, um, you know, I, 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 I'm a marijuana smoker and user, and, uh, you know, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't care, and, uh, so, you know, of course, with that comes eating, and, you know, it all depends on what you eat. I eat healthier stuff now if I indulge in that, and I eat healthier stuff anyway, uh, a lot of, a lot of beans, a lot of, uh, fish, chicken, um, naked juice, stuff like that, you know, gluten-free crackers, like, honestly, like, you know, and, uh, it's actually not too expensive either, which is nice, you just gotta know where to shop, I go to Costco, personally, but, um, anyway, man, yeah, so, I've lost 25 pounds, I wanna lose 15, 20 more, I think if I get to 195, something like that, even 200, I'm cool with that, even though I may be a little overweight still, I feel great, like, when we play basketball, like, uh, you even mentioned, like, oh, you got, like, a fast first step, I didn't have a fast first step, Till I lost all that weight, you know, and if I did try and go really hard at basketball, and so hold on, so let me uh, digress a little bit. This all started when I hurt my foot actually in January. I was playing a pickup game and I hurt my foot really bad. I had to miss work for two weeks. Um, I I could have worked, but it's just I had to get held out. Uh, not my choice. Um, and so I had to wear a boot and it sucked. And I was like, you know what, man, I gotta lose some weight. Because I feel like it was a foot injury. And it you know, stemmed from last year when I had a different job and whatnot. Always being on my feet. You know, walking around on concrete and whatnot. I was like, there's just too much weight on my legs, I feel like. And that's basically what it was. And I, and I felt unhealthy. I was drinking soda. I was drinking lemonade. I was eating ice cream. I was, you know, eating a bunch of flour products and sugar products and everything like that. And uh, I just, I didn't cut everything out. I am human. I do enjoy my Haagen-Dazs bars. I enjoy my Costco cookies. Like... You know, and I'm only 20. It's not like I'm afraid it's going to, like, kill me or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, just making lifestyle changes, man, and making changes to just who you are and whatnot, and it's been beneficial. I, I feel great about myself. Uh, you know, people notice it in my face. If I haven't seen people in a while, they're like, holy shit, man. Like, yeah. I can tell in your face you look skinnier. And look at the photos of me from January and February, and I did, I did a selfie last night on my phone, actually, and looked at the comparison. It's true. I mean, you can really see the 25 pounds just so far that yeah. have already come off. Um, and so, you know, I'm just trying to get healthy and just trying to stay that way, man. And that's just what it's all about. Um, just for me personally. Just for my own happiness. And uh, that's that's all I got on that. I, mean, I don't know what you guys were talking about. I went to the bathroom. But uh, if you guys have anything else to add. 
Um, no, that was about it. I, you know, we just went over our stories, and then also, uh, you know, I said it was a <clears throat> a uh, a journey and a process, and 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 um, that it's always that. You know, you're, you're you, there's never an actual end goal with fitness. It's 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 till you die. Like you're you're trying to be as healthy as you can. Skip Bayless is ripped. <clears throat> so it's like sixty eight. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> something like that. So yeah, I, but but I said it's all. It, like everything, like people always say, sports is seventy-five percent mental or whatever it is, uh, and it's true. Hundred percent. It's true with with uh, with just a lot of stuff. So, like I said, you know, we said the same thing about um, indulging in in uh, different things uh, and how how upset we get with ourselves after it. We're like, damn man, why did we fucking do that? Yeah. Why did we eat that? Why did we? Why did I eat that piece of pie or Arby's? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Arby's. He's, he's, he's That's wa- he's, nasty. He's wild. No, Arby's. You like Arby's? I fuck with anything, really. <laughs> he Very likes Arby's. See, this is the crazy thing. Panic I'm I'm not the, I'm not the typical fat kid. I'm just I have a Oh, oh, you're better. No, no, no. You're better. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying if I'm not active all the time, I put on a ton of weight. Oh, fuck yeah. So, I have to be active all the time and so I let myself get way too far. Like uh, I'm talking like way too far. <clears throat> so, like how far? Too far. Too far. All right. Three O's, not two. Ooh. Uh. That's three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. Take it to the grave. <laughs> Basically. So, so yeah. Take so it now it's all, it, it, it's just all about changing all that, and um, but also not. Even if you do make a mistake like that, to where you drink a coffee or or. Uh, whatever that you don't get too down on yourself to where then you're just or or, or vice versa it's always it's always a give Sam, and take one white chocolate no, no, mocha no. a month no, no. it's not it's gonna not, kill not, you not even one one a week is gonna do anything no it's but the thing is is that you also have to realize you can't make that excuse too to where oh you know ah, two ain't gonna kill me three ain't gonna kill me four ain't gonna kill me then you're getting into right LeBron James and then you're losing the final I'm just <laughs> what? Sounds like, wait. The parade, you know, the three. Oh, not one, okay. Not two, not three, you know. Not four, not five, not six, not seven. Yeah. 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 But, you know, everything's done in, in, in moderation and, and uh, everything. That's key. Moderation is yeah. key. Um, but just, just, I mean, you know, and I think we've touched on this before, just, just being uh, mentally active and physically active, you know, talking about things or going for a walk. You know, just just 100%. Both, both both different things are, are two different spectrums, and sometimes they work in the same same light. And that was George's fun, um, but you know, it's a cool journey, and, and and I'm trying to document it. That's what I'm doing a lot with my YouTube stuff, because I'm trying to at least do. Go it. subscribe to Stephen Flo with two W's on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so I'm, S- I'm gonna, Steve's personal channel. I'm gonna be posting on there about uh, stuff like that. I should have started it last year, so you could really have seen where I started from to. So now it's it, I gained back some weight. Still a starting point. But still, it was I'm still down like, you know, sixty pounds from where I started last year. So it's that's still, crazy. Still, uh, you know, but but from where I am now, I still want to lose. Shoot, probably another eighty pounds to be honest. Um, you down to two hundred? Yeah, I, I'd I'd love to get down back to like one ninety and then build put like ten or fifteen pounds of muscle back on and be right around two. But um, definitely you know, gotta get there. Yeah. Just cardio, man. Just swimming and whatnot. I love swimming. Basketball. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, this is the perfect time of year. And this is when I took off the most weight was from June to September. Because it's because what happens during the winter is, is I think, one, I had all this stuff happen. 
but also too, it's just cold and it's just kind of like a miserable time of year. It's just you don't want to go do anything. Yeah, you just, can't go do anything. It's just rain. Usually. You know, it's just cold. You know, all that stuff. And, and those are excuses too. But um, a lot of people do that. Though. A lot of people feel like that. A lot yeah, of people yeah. can't keep the winter bod or the yeah, winter yeah. whatever off. Yeah, it's tough. So, Spring is when they do it. So, um, but yeah, you know, I'm ready. I'm <clears throat> ready to take the summer on and take on this uh, this next step and and kind of. Just go, and like I said, you know, I've got a lot of good support system um, in place and, and accountability, and um, yeah, I'm just you know, ready ready to move on and focus uh, a lot more on myself. And like I said, it, it, as selfish as that sounds, like you, you have to be that way or else you're not going to be able to positively impact other people. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Um, so one thing I did want to mention real quick, since I usually name these episodes, if you guys don't notice, after stuff that we do say in the middle of the episodes, um, and I don't want to dive back into it because we're already an hour 20 deep and we already touched on all of it, but uh, the Rich Paul effect of the Anthony Davis trade. Um, Rich Paul is LeBron's agent, and he's the one who basically facilitated this entire deal. And if you guys don't know about him, go read the uh, article that uh, Sports Illustrated did on him. It's a very good piece. He, uh, someone interviewed him in late March. So before the last couple months and whatnot have uh, happened. But there's some good stuff in there. And he was talking about how he was trying to get Anthony Davis and his girlfriend uh, some real estate. Uh, he's been doing some uh, house searching in the rich neighborhoods, obviously, of L.A. for Anthony Davis and his girlfriend to live. Now that he's there playing for the Lakers and probably signs the extension, he'll be there for five, six years or so. Um, now, you know, that could definitely go through. But, yeah, Rich Paul is LeBron's agent. He runs an agency called Clutch Sports Agency. Uh, go check him out, man. I don't really want to dive back into it too much. Not this Rich Paul or anything, but... Um, I, I do want to comment on him as as far as... Um, and obviously, I'm not African-American or anything, but yeah. I do think that he is a, um, a very uh, strong, um, good polar polarizing figure for... for african-americans in my opinion just how just i think draymond posted he said uh somewhere in the world uh a a young black kid saw this saw him and is now thinking wow i can be on the cover of sports illustrated now without being a pro athlete so there's other avenues and he's showing how successful that's true um an african-american male can be And, and i think he's uh i think i think he's a I think he's a great agent. I think he he gets 100%. his guys. He gets his guys what they want. He doesn't do anything dirty, in my opinion. He, it, you know, I, I don't think you know he's an agent. You know, they they've got to they're do, all dirty. They've got to do a little bit of newsflash. It's, it's business. Yeah. So um, it's cutthroat. He's R- Rich Paul's the he's, one who got John Wall paid. Uh, Eric Bledsoe, LeBron, Anthony Davis, uh, Draymond, Draymond signed with him. Yeah. So those are basically just a few of the clients. Uh, so, yeah. Contavious Caldwell Pope. I, I, he's and, on the and, list. And he's on the to, roster. And for him to get him paid, wow. He, he gets him paid every year. So um, fifteen mil a year. You know, I, I just think he's a he's a good figure for for that culture and and uh, um, just a good person in general. I think you know from from what I've seen. You know that article was was a cool read and and, and I do uh, think you guys should read it. There's been some there's been some good articles this year that I've enjoyed reading. That's one of them. The Kyle Corver one was a good one. Yep. Um, there's one other one I don't remember, but. <clears throat> yeah, I just think that he's uh, he's gonna, he's kind of making some of the landscape out of the league right now, and I think he's gonna continue to grow too. Um, sometimes agents just wind up being above above the sport a little bit. Scott Boris is one of them. Yep. For negative ways, but um, gets his guys paid. Rich Paul is is a little bit different. Um, 
where he's having a positive impact and on uh, some athletes and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, anything else? Any other questions, comments, feedback? If they want a feedback, comment. Can- about our our uh, lifestyle. Hey, you know? nice little flip right there. Yeah, if you if you guys have anything you want to say, anything you want to add, share your story, share your experience, share your struggle, whatever the case may be, drop a comment, man. Uh, hit one of us up. Uh, you guys want to give your social medias real quick? Um, let's see. The YouTube is Stephen Flow. Uh, there's a space in there. Two W's. Um, uh, underscore or space. I think the YouTube's a space. My Twitter is underscore. And then, um, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. George? Uh, at only George Torres on Twitter. It's basically all I use. Yeah. Um, as for me, I'm off social media right now, uh, except when I do post about the podcast on Instagram and whatnot. Um, so I, I, you can follow me if you want to at Blake Mayfield 23 on Instagram and the Blake Mayfield podcast on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Um, thank you guys for coming. This was really fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll have to run this back. And you know, summer pods are here. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. The summer's here and more Drake's on the way and more albums and more life. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have been listening this far, thank you. And we're out. Thank you. Oh, and then as for YouTube, let me go.